Hi, this is Allison for Core 77, and this is Core Talk. For the next couple weeks, we're sitting down with a few of our jury captains taking part in the Core 77 Design Awards, each one a trusted expert in their own field and someone well worth taking some design advice from. Today, we welcome Petrula Vrontaikis, an AIGI fellow, creative director of Vrontaikis Design Office, as well as a very fascinating instructor at the Arts Center College of Design. She's a working designer and professor who finds it important to imbibe her professional practice into the academic, giving students a realistic and insightful view into design careers. We're thrilled to have Rontaikis as a jury captain for the Core 77 Design Awards Design Education Initiative category this year, which centers around business education or nonprofit education partnership initiatives that further the practice of design or promote design education. In our interview, she has some really interesting ideas regarding relevant lessons for design students today and what she's hoping to see within the academic field of design in the future, so stay tuned. Hi, Petrula. Thanks so much for joining us today. Um, I wanted to ask you first and foremost about your background as a professional designer and how that led you into the education field. Okay. I'm a graphic designer in Los Angeles, and I've been running a business and teaching for over 20 years. It's been interesting because I've really, over the years, design has, or my practice has informed my teaching, and my teaching informs my practice. Um, I've always been doing the two of them at the same time. So the idea of mixing what I'm teaching with what I'm doing um, has just, you know, always had, it, it's always been interconnected. Um, I teach at Art Center College of Design. I teach a studio class in the undergraduate graphic design program, but I also teach a portfolio preparation class where I really try and, and help students understand what is going to be expected of them, both creatively and professionally. And now I teach presentation skills and um, it's been really, really great because now I'm teaching more than just graphic designers. I'm teaching all majors at Art Center, and that's going really well. Do you feel like it's a rarity in the education field to have teachers teaching in that way, getting people ready for their professional careers? I think it, it's been rare on the more sort of university level, but not that rare in um, design schools. I think uh, what happens is the structure of how pr professors are getting or not getting tenure make a difference. For example, if you're full-time, a lot of times it's difficult to have a robust practice. So when a school has a nice mix of some um, full-time professors and a lot of part-time professors, uh, it makes a big, big difference because they, the part-timers can bring in what they do most of their days, um, and then they can teach that within the classroom context. And that's been a philosophy that art, art centers had for many, many years. So what's an example of something from your own work that you brought into the classroom to teach students? Um, in my class, I'm teaching branding and what we call um, transmedia branding. So that's branding over um, print, digital, spatial. 
and that's what I do. So um, if I'm branding a, a, a chain of restaurants, I'm, I'm showing them how it works from, from you know, developing the, the actual mark itself to what the strategy is going to be as we take that across all media channels. Um, I like to help my students really understand what the business problems are that clients have. And most of the projects I give them are based on, you know, real business principles. It's not that they're necessarily um, hyper-practical, but they, they're using conceptual ideas and their imagination, their storytelling to, to really make more meaningful work. And I don't, I don't tend to have that much theoretical, um, I don't have that many theoretical projects in, in my classroom. It's, it's really more trying to figure out real world problems. Mm -hmm. You, I've also read from perhaps past interviews or things that you've written about how you find it really crucial to teach, uh, designers about narrative, but also selling themselves in a way, um, to their clients. Can you speak a little bit more about this and why you think it's crucial for designers to have these skills? Um, I think we're working more in multidisciplinary teams than ever, than ever before, especially in larger companies and corporations. So I think our ability to articulate what we do beyond this bubble of graphic design language is extremely important. If we want to make a difference um, politically or in financial circles, we really have to understand how to, to adapt our language so people that maybe don't understand, you know, sort of design speak can really know what, what we're doing, why it's, why it's valued and, and, and why um, they should trust us with important things that, that, um, that we want to see move forward. In, in an area where we have a lot more collaboration and cooperation, designers' ability to, to properly articulate their thinking is crucial. And I think it makes the difference between a good designer and a great designer. How do you have students practice this in your class? There are real formal skills for presentations. And we, we practice those skills. We practice altering um, what we're saying for different types of audiences. Mostly these skills are about confidence. So I think building confidence and having small victories over time helps a designer understand that they really do have it in themselves to, to be able to express um, these things that seem very mysterious. I teach the formal skills of verbal presentations and we just practice, practice, practice. Mm. That seems like a very rare thing to see in especially design, what design teachers are teaching to their students. So that's, that's nice to hear. It's, it's interesting because we throw people in a, a room and say, okay, you know, uh, just let's have a critique now, but we don't give them the formal skills of critique. We don't talk about how the mechanics of these things. So I'm, you know, I'm really, I'm really happy over the last, I think, you know, 
three to five years to have really parsed this stuff out and figured out what are the elements of critique? What are the elements of a presentation? And how that can empower a designer um, all along the way. So, so they're feel by the time they're they're ready to, you know, to, to present this in front of a group of investors or politicians um, or financial people, they've they've really really refined what that message is, and that message has more meaning because they understand how to how to craft a story around it and and the deep importance of knowing the target market and the values of that, of, of what it is that they've created. We understand how to value the, 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 the visual language, but you know, it's ex extremely important for us to know what the value is outside of that and be able to convey that. The last thing I wanted to mention about it is that many times what we're doing has to then be sold and explained by someone else. So as a designer, we have to empower other people to be able to carry our design through. It's not just our ability to shepherd it through the entire process anymore. So mm -hmm. to create enthusiasm and excitement and meaning um, in our work is, is extremely important if it's going to see the light of day, especially in a global marketplace. Absolutely. So I'm curious if... Uh your answer to this next question would be related to that. How do you think, I, I feel as if the academic atmosphere is evolving quite a bit, and I'm wondering how you think design education initiatives need to evolve for the world we live in today and how we're going to live in the future. Does it involve getting students more ready for this conversation between companies? Um, does it involve more technological knowledge? I think it involves us reevaluating what um, what the value of graphic design is. I think it's a combination of, of, of true formal skills, and a lot of them include, um, you know, really strong analog skills. But we're actually creating these ambidextrous designers. They've got to be able to function in different media types and deeply understand what the affordances are of those types. Like what, how do you design an, um, for an app and for uh, a print piece and for a video narrative for any kind of product? They've got to have this agile nature about how they view visual language. Um, so preparing a designer for that, you need a robust group of faculty members that come from these different places. Some of them are practicing this ambidextrous work, but others are deeply rooted in formal skills and others are way out in, in, you know, this technology world. So mm -hmm. it's it, the diversity that a program has to have faculty wise is going to be so important if we're going to be able to have this well-rounded young designer that is going to be absolutely necessary for for the challenges that they're going to find you know trying to get make make a big difference in in both the commercial and the nonprofit um world so on that note 
I'm sort of thinking about the idea of technology and how it's becoming ever more important, especially, I mean, pretty much in any field, but especially in graphic design. Um, I'm curious, are there any skills that you think should sort of stay, should be taught in analog terms rather than digital? How can students get themselves outside of just the technological and come to understand design in a way that isn't just on the computer screen? Well, I think they need to be um, committed to analog skills long before they actually, you know, start going into even undergraduate graphic design programs, mm -hmm. you know, to really understand the value of, of drawing. It's not just about drawing, it's about thinking and actually what it takes, you know, how important it is to have that exercise or, or building something physically. So the analog along with the technolo technological, I think, I think has them feeling and understanding design in a more 360 degree way. And, and I'm finding the most interesting students that I'm teaching now have a background in music. They become better, they become better video editors when they've had a musical background. And the students that I'm having that have, that have been working in video long before they get to college are just so much, you know, they're, they're toggling, you know, music and, and, and video and technology and drawing. And it also starts getting them inspired in, in this, you know, just multitude of ways. And those are the most exciting students to, to be working with today. I think that's pretty much important in any field at this point, being able to toggle between different uh, mediums and interests. So yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Um, I'm curious to hear in terms of the education field of design, what new developments you're most excited seeing taking place in programs today that might've been different than in the past? I feel that, um, I mean, Art Center has been talking about transmedia design for a while, and what it what it really means is that we're designers to have no limitations in terms of media types. That they're really looking at what they're doing and the possibility of it um, in a in a in a much more well rounded way. One of the more interesting programs I'm seeing recently is out of Carnegie Mellon University with Terry Irwin, Gideon Kossoff, and Cameron Tonkinwise. And it's really the next step um, from where we are now with this idea of design for social innovation, and it's called transition design. And it's really sort of very thinking in the future about this interconnectedness of design, industry, um, social good programs and, and really, really studying what the possibilities are of having purposeful, meaningful collaborations um, that are going to have impact on a, on a global scale. So I really like these um, very forward-thinking, well-rounded um, inno innovations that are going on in some of the, in some of the, um, in some of the U.S schools. I'm really not that familiar with what's, what's going on outside of the U.S. right now. Mm. Yeah, it's nice to see how people are embracing design as this agent for change in a way that they 
they didn't exactly see it, I, I think, in the past. So it'll be exciting to see where that goes. But it's not just an agent. I mean, when you say agent for change, I don't necessarily think that's limited to design for social and environmental cause oriented work. I think, you know, it's, it's really interesting to be a driver in the economy. I'm finding students are so much more interested in design strategy and what, what design means in the greater economy. And so we're starting to develop more courses that, that are, are really teaching how to be valuable in, in the marketplace and in, in sort of design for good. And I, I just, I, I'm really an advocate for understanding partnerships and, and putting together and patterning um, the abilities that, that one has to understand global, uh, the global impact that we can have as graphic designers. And I think it's the most exciting time to be a graphic designer. It's much more interesting as a career today than it, than it ever has been, I think. Yeah, absolutely. So you're one of the judges for the Design Education Initiatives um, category for the Core 77 Design Awards. So I'm curious to hear finally um, what you're hoping to see from the submissions that come in this year. I hope to see more innovative ways that education and government or education and business are working together. In the past, a lot of times it just means that, let's say business sponsors a course within, a, within an educational institution. And there, I just wanna see more unique ways that, that these partnerships have been created. Maybe um, there are more partners involved than just two. And maybe the outcomes are much more layered than than just a typical deliverable that's being requested based on sponsorship. I just feel like um, business is more open-minded now about the power of creativity within their organizations. So I think there's an incredible opportunity for design education to fill that role and to ignite some of the really important things that are possible um, as far as thinking creatively within the context of, of the economy, within the context of governments, and when, with, in the context of, of design um, for social and environmental cause-oriented clients. Yes, it's exciting to, to see what, what might come of that, incorporating design into all these different fields. Um, so it's been really great and lovely talking with you. Thank you so much for taking the time. Thanks, Allison. Thanks again for listening to Core Talk. We'll be back soon with more interviews with great designers.